Good morning and welcome to episode 12 of the Elevated Podcast. I'm Noelle Cuero and I'm very happy you're joining me today. Hopefully you've had a chance to listen to a few other episodes or perhaps you're getting one episode a day emailed to you. Uh, either way, I look forward to sharing the topic with you today, which is what do we do when we pay for something and it's not what we thought we were getting or we don't live up to our end of the bargain. So, you know, I, I this topic is really interesting. I'm sure we've all been in a situation where we paid for something and maybe even a lot of money for something and we feel we didn't get what we paid for. Even though if you look at the details of what you're paying for, you most likely did actually get what you were paying for. It just wasn't your interpretation of it or your perception of it. So, you know, it these these types of things happen, you know, all day long for most people. We're in a restaurant and we're eating a meal. It's not what we thought it was going to be, so we send it back. Or we buy a shirt. It fits good in the store. We wash it and it doesn't fit good anymore. Or we maybe go get a massage and the masseuse doesn't do the kind of massage we wanted and we're disappointed or we ask for our money back. There's all sorts of scenarios that play out with this. But it's very interesting how when we see things in life as an energy exchange where money's, let's say money is exchanged where I'm paying for a product or I'm paying for a service, it's very often something to look at within yourself. Are you the person that always asks for refunds the minute you're not happy? Or are you a person who, you know, kind of sucks it up and just says, you know, that's all right. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to bother with it. So I want to give you two examples. I'm, I lean towards the, the type of person who, if I don't get something that I feel I paid for, I'm going to say something. I'll always be honest and I'll always be polite about it. I don't do it with anger, but I will express myself and I will try to either get refunded or compensated fairly for something I feel I didn't, I didn't get what I paid for. Now I'm married to somebody, my husband, who is the opposite, like he is with many things with me. He feels like just letting things go. He doesn't, unless it's something huge for him, major, 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 he's going to just, his attitude is, I don't want to expend energy arguing or fighting it or asking for my money back. He doesn't even want to put energy in that direction. So he doesn't even say anything a lot of times, even if it bothers him a little. And it's not because he's afraid to speak up. It's because he doesn't want to put the energy into it. He doesn't want to waste his time. He has more important things that he'd like to spend his time on, which being married to him for as many years as I have been, that quality about him used to infuriate me. I used to get so mad 
that he wouldn't speak up. I felt like he wasn't standing up for himself or he wasn't, you know, he was being treated unfairly and he wasn't getting what he deserved and he needed to say something. So that was my perception. And I think a lot of people feel that way. You feel like, well, I, I don't want him to get taken advantage, taken advantage of. I want him to, you know, get his money's worth, all those things. And in living with him for so many years, I, I've, it's interesting how I've started to come around to more of the middle in my own thinking as it pertains to these scenarios where you feel like you're not getting your money's worth. So how, do, how does somebody handle a situation where two people are in the same situation where they don't feel like they got their money's worth let's say for a product, do you immediately ask for a refund or do you let it go? And I would be really interested to know what your reactions are to these things because it takes a very evolved mindset, a very elevated mindset to be able to not make a big deal out of something when you feel like you've been done wrong or you didn't get your money's worth. It takes a very elevated mindset. Uh, if you're one of those people, I really commend you because it's not easy to do if you're somebody like me, it, at which I have, I tend to be a little more reactive with certain things. Not everything, but certain things. So if I feel like I didn't get my money's worth or I'm being taken advantage of, or I'm being treated wrongly, I will immediately put energy into recti trying to rectify the situation. Either I get my money back, or I call and I say something, or I email the right person, or I call customer service, or I, I call the person directly. I mean, I try to handle it. Again, I try to do it with integrity. I do it with you know, good energy behind it. I try not to ever make people feel bad or do it in a mean way or a harsh way. But nonetheless, I do do spend time doing that where my husband in very similar situations would not. He would let it go because he doesn't care if he loses $100 or he doesn't care if, you know, it's not what he said. He does. He isn't bothered by it. He doesn't let it bother him. Is he thrilled and happy? No, but he's not going to make a big deal out of it. So I really hope after listening to this episode or as you're listening, I would love to hear what you think. What kind of person are you? Are you like me where you're going to say something and react and try to handle it and feel like you're being treated fairly? Or are you like my husband where you're able to let it go? You don't really want to spend your energy on it. You don't want to give that person any more time or attention and you'd rather spend your time doing something more productive or that brings you more happiness. So sometimes I get stuck in that and it's, it's frustrating. But like I said, I've come around more to the middle now with my husband and I'm not as reactive to as many things that I feel like it should have been done differently, handled differently. I should have been treated better. I've very often personally had a problem with feeling like if somebody does me wrong, I need to explain myself. I need to get justification from them. I need 
you know, them to explain themselves. I need to feel like they're apologizing or they see the, the error of their ways. I have definitely have that in my personality. Do you, do you relate to that at all? Can you, are you like that at all? Because I mean, it's kind of frustrating being like that. I would very often much rather be like my husband and let things go, like let it go. And I, I do let things go. I do let things go all the time, but it doesn't mean I won't initially react to it. So maybe like an hour later, I'll let it go, or maybe two hours later, I'll let it go. But first I react and I go through all this stuff with it. So when you feel like you're not getting something that you paid for, or you're not getting your money's worth, quote unquote money's worth, what do you do? So when you're in the, when you're in a situation like me with, with clients, where people are seeking your help uh, for situation, you know, for situations they haven't been able to resolve on their own. They're seeking your advice. They're seeking your help. They're seeking information you can provide. Uh, and very often they're not feeling good at all. In fact, people I work with are generally feeling pretty much the worst they've ever felt when I start working with them. So it's not to say that somebody, nobody will ever, ever, ever feel like you've done them wrong. Because again, this all goes back to perception. We all could look at, there's 10 people all looking at the same situation and you could have 10 different perceptions of that exact same situation. That's what's fascinating about our own perception of things. So if if somebody decides to work with me as an example and they you know they they reach out to me we talk we have an appointment they're very very excited they like what i'm saying they like what they're already learning and they decide you know that they want to work for with me for a period of time whatever that amounts to be and, and then they pay for my services and there's an agreement that i will give them this much of my time, I will give them this much information, I will give them, you know, this much guidance, I will be available to them. And there's all sorts of things I agree to. And there's things they agree to that they're going to do their best, you know, they're going to put as much time and energy into this as possible. These are all things that I cover in detail before I work with anybody because I wanna make sure that they really know what they're getting into. And I'm very, very clear about how much work it's going to take to make changes. And I'm very clear about what's going to be required. I'm, I'm nothing if not clear. I tend to even over-clarify things as my personality goes. So I like to make things clear for people and basically easy for people. So I give lots of information, instructions and guidance and I really make sure somebody's a thousand percent on board before I even agree to work with them or before I want them to agree to work with me because it's a mutual situation where we're going to be working together to reach a common goal, which is them feeling better and them resolving their health issues. I also never make promises I cannot keep. I never tell anybody that I can cure them. I never tell anybody I will make all their problems go away. I only tell them I am the teacher, I'm the educator, and I'm the, I, guide, I will guide them, I will coach them, I will be there for them, 
but the outcome is based on how they do what I ask them to do, what if they do it, how often, how frequently, um, how consistently, how much, and how much of what I'm asking them to do they do. Because some people will do a portion of what you ask them to do. And I go over that again before I work with somebody very clearly. I'll say, if you only do this 50%, you will not reach your goals. That much I know to be true. If you only do 40%, if you only do 60%, this is a 100% approach. You have to do 100% to get a 100% result. Um, so when I work with somebody, I usually see warning signs pretty much right away if I feel like they're not going to be able to make it or they're not going to do it. Um, even though they might not even be expressing it to me, they're, they're, they're trying to maybe hide it from me or not share it with me. I can always tell when somebody is faltering a little bit. And because of the nature of my work, I can only go on what somebody is telling me. I'm not living with that person. I'm not in their house. I'm not with them 24 hours a day. I can only go off of what they choose to share with me and the questions I ask them and how honestly they choose to answer the questions. So when I'm, when I'm working with somebody and sending them lots of information and, and communicating with them and they start to kind of fall off a little bit where they're not calling back or they're not answering or they're not replying to emails, you know, I'll, I, of course, I'll always give somebody the benefit of the doubt and just assume they got busy and, but I always know that's not a good sign because the one thing I've learned is when somebody's ready to heal, I mean, when they're really ready, they'll do everything. They put their all into it. They don't let anything, they don't let anything be more important than the healing work they're doing. The healing they're doing becomes the number one most important thing they're doing. And I always know, and that's about 95% of the people I work with because I've gotten pretty good at recognizing people that are really, really, really ready to make changes. And I've gotten better at recognizing people who aren't, they say they're ready, but they're not really ready. And I can kind of tell. So when I live up to my end of the bargain and we signed a contract in the beginning saying, I'm going to do all of these things. And all I ask is that you do your part. You follow the instructions and uh, that this is a non-refundable process. So somebody pays for X amount of time with me up front. And the reason I do that is because I put a lot of time and energy into getting somebody's program together uh, up front as well. So when I, when I set somebody up on a healing program, I spend hours and hours and hours getting all their information together and gathering everything they're going to need to begin because it's not a one size fits all approach that I use. So I, I really need somebody you know, to know that I put this much time and energy into working with them and I take it very seriously, which is also why I only work with a few clients each month one-on-one because it takes a tremendous amount of time and energy from me and I want to be able to give somebody a lot of time and energy and, and make sure they have success. I'm very, very invested in every single person I work with. I get to know them very well over the period of time we work together and they get to know me very well and it becomes, you know, a relationship. And when you get into a relationship with somebody, you want to make sure you like that person and they like you and 
that you're jiving and of course that's not always going to happen there's going to people there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like you and vice versa there will always be people that I'm just not that fond of because they're in a very dark place and they're not able they're not taking responsibility or they're not they're blaming everyone else for their problems or all sorts of reasons where people are very difficult uh, for me to, to deal with but assuming we've all kept our side of the bargain and we're several weeks into working together let's say halfway through and then the person who hasn't been responding no matter how much you've been reaching out and kind of almost chasing after them they're not responding they're not getting back to you uh, all of a sudden they request their all their money back now I'm posing this as a question because I've you know I'm fortunate I've been I think anybody who does the work I do has been through this situation there's always going to be somebody that slips through the cracks where you thought you were gonna you thought you were detecting the right type of client for yourself because of what they were saying and how they were acting and yet you were wrong they had you fooled meaning they they weren't they didn't do anything they said they would do or they didn't want to do anything or but there's always warning signs up front and for me looking back on a particular situation with somebody where this happened out of you know a thousand people this might happen one time but you know what that's what's gonna happen so I look back on that situation and I go why would that person now want all their money back when I've already given them so much of my time and energy they signed a contract that says clearly no refunds but Besides that, I'm a human being and I want people to be happy. And I want them to feel like they're getting as much as they can. But I also know that the way you get as much as you can is if you do the work and put the time and energy into it. And if you don't, if you don't do the work and put the time and energy into it, like I always say in the beginning, you're not gonna get the results. And then is it fair to blame me for that? Is it, is it fair to blame the information educator, the information provider, the educator? Does that sound fair? And I'm asking an honest question because I look at this situation very objectively. Even though it's me who's personally being accused of not giving somebody what they thought they would get or wanted to get, even though I, like I said, I already know they're not doing their end of the bargain. They want to blame me for not getting certain results, even though they're not even finished. They're just beginning with the program. Are you like me where you, if I think about me being on the other end of that, I think about me. I think, okay, if I spent this much money hoping somebody else would have all the answers for me, even though I clearly state everything I'm very upfront and I say I will have answers but I I I can only save you have to put in the work so would I be that would I be that person who all of a sudden demands all my money back and blames the other person for not giving me what I want in that situation that's what I ask myself so when I'm in this situation as a service provider as a coach as a teacher and somebody wants their money back and they're blaming me for not getting what they want when I know I one thing about me is I always deliver above and beyond what somebody expects if I say I'll give you two things I give you ten things that's just the way I am if I say I'll give you an hour of my time I give you four hours of my time 
Uh, I'm, it's always how I've been. But if I have one person, I can't control how they see things. I can't control their perception. I can't control their interpretation. I also cannot control their outcome. So in a business like what I'm in, or an industry like what I'm in, am I now responsible for giving that person every last dime back that they paid me knowing I spent dozens and dozens of hours talking to them, answering questions, and sending them information that I've took hours and hours putting together? Is it fair for me to give all that money back to that person or only a portion of that money? Because the way I look at it is, and again, this is being me, I look at it like, okay, so they took up half the amount of time that we spent together. They were seemingly very, very happy with the results every time we spoke. They loved everything they were getting, but I knew they weren't spending the time to read or practice. But sometimes people surprise me and they come around and they do start reading and they do start really putting energy in. I can't ever say for sure somebody won't change, but even though they weren't doing that, they want all their money back. So I'd love to hear your questions or comments or opinions about this situation. Maybe you've been in this situation yourself with somebody. I'm telling it from a different perspective. I'm not angry or resentful. I don't really take it personally, even though it is personal because I'm the person helping them. I don't take it personally because I know that this is the way that person is going through life. They are not taking ownership for their end of the bargain. They are finger pointing at somebody else and blaming them for their problems. So I know I'm not the only one and I know that there will be another person. And I also know that, you know, when somebody isn't using their own money to hire me and somebody else is paying for it, uh, very often the energy or effort is just not there. And that was this particular situation where this person's spouse paid for it. They don't work. They didn't have it really a lot of skin in the game, as they say, meaning, meaning they weren't, they weren't really that sick and they weren't that invested. And their health situation wasn't even that serious, not nearly as serious as most people I work with who are very motivated. And I always say, you know, I only like to work with people at, when I'm the last resort, when they just can't take it anymore. They don't want it. They can't take another day of pain or another day of feeling like this. I love taking on clients like that because I know the motivation is so powerful. They're so ready to make changes. They'll do anything to feel better. But in this situation, all these scenarios were not lined up. They were not using their own money to pay for me. They didn't have the value of the money there. They were not really that sick or uncomfortable or unhappy. Uh, and they didn't feel that bad. They just wanted a little help. So after I deliver all these answers and all these solutions and all this information to get that person better, they then decide they don't, they want all their money back a few weeks in to working with me. What would you do? I'm very curious. Now, 
I know that in this situation where, let's say, a, a, cer a certain amount of money is involved, my husband would definitely, um, you know, if he were the person not getting the service that he thought he would need, he would let it go because he would already know he signed an agreement and he wasn't living up to his end, end of the bargain and he's got a lot of integrity so he would never ask for his money back. And then I think, what would I do? Would I be that person like this other person? Would I no, even not take responsibility? Would I still ask for my money back and not do what I should do? So I know the answer to that. I know no. I wouldn't do that. And I also know I would never have signed up with somebody in the first place unless I was 100% sure. Um, personally, I never, I don't do those things. I would, unless I was really ready to commit, I wouldn't have even signed up. I wouldn't have, and I have been in that situation. There have been people, there's been coaches that I was ready to hire that were going to be charging me a lot of money. And I really thought about where was my end of the bargain going to be? Was I really going to do everything I needed to do? Was I really going to commit a thousand percent to what they were saying? And I actually doubted myself. I didn't think I was actually going to be able to do what they were going to ask me to do. So I didn't do it. I didn't sign up. So I always give somebody several opportunities to not sign up with me in the beginning. And, and anyone who's ever worked with me knows that we have long conversations about what, what's gonna go into working together. Um, so I'm very upfront, I'm very clear, I'm very, uh, I'm very transparent when it comes to these things. So in order for someone to get their money back from somebody like me, they have to put in a claim and on that claim, they have to write a reason why they want their money back. And so if somebody makes up a lot of really mean things about you that not only are not true, they're the furthest thing from the truth. They didn't even ever happen or exist. They're literally fabricated lies so that person feels like they could get their money back. It's challenging not to take that personally, but I think in this particular situation, I did a really good job at not taking it personally. I mean, I did get a little upset. I let it affect me a little bit for about an hour or two. And then I let it go. I just said, you know what? It'll it'll all be taken care of the way it's supposed to. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to worry about it, or focus on what I don't want. I'm just gonna focus on what I do want, which is, I want this person to feel better first and foremost. I want them to be able to utilize the information I did send them, which was a lot, and they're going to benefit tremendously from that information if they utilize it, because they now have all that information. But mostly I want them to feel peace towards this whole situation and not feel like they have to attack me or lie to get some sort of compensation back. When they never even reached out to me personally, they could have responded to emails or calls when I was thinking we were still working together. They could have, you know, they could have really done things very, very differently instead of going behind my back and attacking with lies and really negative things saying the truth to my face saying, you know, I, I just don't feel like this is working or I don't think I'm going to be able to do what I need to do. Can I have a refund? And you know what I would have said? Of course. That's what I would have said. 
no matter what's on my contract that I sign with them, I'm still a person and I still want people to be happy. And I wanna treat people the way I wanna be treated. So if, if somebody said to me, can I have a refund for the time that we didn't spend together, I would say 100%. Of course you can, I understand. Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we think something's good for us when it's not. It's not the right timing. All of those things, no big deal. I would have given the person all the money back for the time not spent. That didn't happen though. This person never reached out. Instead, the husband made a claim and this person has avoided communicating with me maybe because they feel bad or ashamed or dishonest because we already had a connection. We already had a positive relationship going. We were already you know, interacting really well together and it was definitely mutual. And then all of a sudden from around back, from around the left corner comes the spouse who makes a claim and writes, a ton of things. This is a person who never spoke to me once or read anything I ever sent. So it's something to think about. I would love your opinion. I would love your thoughts. I'd love to know what you think of this. Um, and I wanted to bring this up today. Maybe you can relate to being in this situation with somebody like me, or maybe you can relate to my end of it. Maybe you can relate to where I'm sitting or where this other person is sitting. Um, or maybe you can just relate to always expecting to be compensated for something or always expecting to be proven right. And sometimes what's more important is how we treat people and how people feel as opposed to being right or wrong. And that is a powerful lesson I've learned from my husband over the years. It's not about being right or wrong. It's about how you make somebody feel and how they make you feel. And are you doing things with the most integrity? And even so, sometimes it's important just to let things go and not, not have to prove that you're right or not have to get your money back or not have to be, feel like you're being compensated fairly Sometimes it's more important to know you're making somebody feel better or they're making you feel better or you're just being honest with somebody. Sometimes that's much more important than being right or getting a refund or proving your point or letting everyone know how unjust the situation was. And that is a powerful lesson, especially for me. So... I hope you enjoyed this topic today and maybe this will hit home for you. And again, would love to hear what you think until tomorrow. I hope you have an amazing day and thank you for letting me share this with you. Bye-bye.